bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. And it is a Thursday. Wow. Weeks going by. And we have snow today. When I'm recording this. Yes, sirree. We are snowed in, and funny, the rest of the week is going to be sunny. So we'll see how far that that goes. Unfortunately, the temperature is going to stay down, so I think we're going to be staring at this snow for a while. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing better than I was, Thing, all things considered. Still no game, but what the hey, you know? I got a lot of time to plan. Mwahahaha. So, we will get into the topic of today right after this. Okay, I was thinking about this. Characters being lost in a game. Have you ever role-played that? I tend to have a cinematic campaign, so I do a lot of like, okay, later you know, in the meantime, or something like that. But once in a while, especially in a sandbox, you like to find out where they're going and see if they're going in the right direction. I'm assuming you don't have any characters with specialties like rangers or some people with skills or things like that. Just regular people with a compass or something. Because, I'm like I said, I watch a lot of those bushcraft videos and now they're getting into how to read a compass, how to mark a pace, how to do this, that, and the other thing. I'm going, you know, I believe there are mechanics in several games, especially like first edition AD&D, that have mechanics for getting lost, for the characters getting lost. Sometimes you want the characters to get lost. Now, let's talk about this in two ways. One out in the wilderness, and two, in a dungeon. Now, in a dungeon, getting lost. Well, we'll, we'll discuss, let's discuss wilderness first, because you got to go through the wilderness to get, a dun- to get into a dungeon, mostly. So, you have your characters out there. They're doing the, they're doing the thing. If they have a skill to help them, have somebody roll it. If they have a class that is especially good at this, if there's any kind of role to be associated with this, roll it. You can tell I didn't research this. <laughs> I'm just sort of going off the top of my head. I like to do things that, you know, well, you know me. I like to play fast and loose. So you want to have them roll a roll, and if they miss it, not saying they're going to be lost. They may be a few degrees off of where they're going, but they can compensate. The be- the worse they miss the roll, actually, it's more like, okay, they miss it, they're a few degrees off. Then you keep having them roll periodically. And that, especially after, especially after they have a, an encounter, a significant encounter, like some kind of, some kind of wildlife, like an owlbear or, or something like that, or some orcs, or, or or something like that. Because, you know what? That can throw you. That can throw you off. If you've if you're fighting a squad of 
you know, you find a couple, okay, not a squad, find a couple of ogres and you triumph and then you go, okay, now where are we again? And you look, use the compass, you make the roll again. In fact, that'd be a good idea. Every time you have an encounter or every other encounter or something like every third encounter, have them roll. Have them make a save, however you want to do it. Skill roll, save, whatever, you know, character, uh, special ability, whatever. Have them roll if there's a roll associated with it. Or even if there isn't, you know, you can... To see if they're still on the right track. Because things, you start, you know, forgetting stuff. Okay, we're going to see that big tree up on the hill over there. We're going to follow that. And you have, say, those ogre encounters. And you have a couple of wolves you have to fight off and stuff like that. Until you get it. And you look up and, oh, the tree's over here. You know, about ten yards, you're ten yards away from where you were going. Because I had one guy on... uh, I, I watch a couple of one of the corporals corner and he talks about drift that everybody does it. If you don't have it, like a point that you're going to or something, you, I forget what he calls it, something drift, but everybody does it. If you don't, if he did, he did an exercise where he put a marker and he counted out a thousand, a uh, hundred yards. He walked a hundred yards away, he put a marker up, 100 yards away, he says, okay, I'm going to walk towards that marker and not look at it. I can see the marker, but I'm going to keep my head down and just walk in the direction I am going to. And he was like, maybe, at the end, he was like 50 yards off. To He says, you either go to the left or the right, because everybody, he says, has a dominant side to themselves, of left or right. Also, things like, Terrain, also you things like what you're carrying, like your backpack and stuff, that has something to do with it. If you're injured, if the, if you're you got like an arm to sling, you're gonna favor it because it's your body's way of trying to compensate and it doesn't always work. So in a game, you should do something like that. Like every say every third encounter or or whatever you feel is necessary, make an orienteer uh, let's call it an orienteering role, whatever it is. And you make it, you're okay. You're like within a, you're like within a few yards of your, your goal. But, you know, if you blow it real bad, you can get lost. I mean, if, one, if you're following a certain tree and one tree looks like another, you got a problem. Okay, now, down in the dungeon. Down in the dungeon, it's a little easier. See, it's a lot. <laughs> this would apply much more back in my early days of playing D&D because... Back then, you had guys who map because you didn't have this map laid out here. That's why people worry about like fog of war. They cover parts of the map up and stuff like that. Because back then, the yeah the the DM the GM had the map behind the screen, and then you just say, okay, you go 50, 50 yards, you know, or if you're you got a battle man out there, says you go five five squares and then turn left. And then there was some guy out there who has actually had graph paper in front of him. One of the players is he's mapping it, and that's another way they can get lost because the map isn't always going to be the same as the DM's map. So you have one or you have a choice. You can either let them flounder and see where they end up, or 
you can say, here, let me see that. Okay, no, 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 that's... I wouldn't correct. What If I did that, I would not, like, write on their map, no, no, it's going this way. I would tell them, okay, this is wrong, fix that. That way, you still have the, you know, error error margin, margin of error there. And that way, you can have more fun. Some GMs, it's like saying, okay whatever there's this is where you are and deal with whatever's whatever's there of course that's back in the days when we worried about getting out of the dungeon also because a lot of times when the the goal is met the objective is obtained and then you then it's like okay cut two but you know you can have even more fun trying to get out of a dungeon after you've done what you're doing it's not all logic. It's not all, okay, we got so much treasure, can we haul it? It's also, let's see the map. Let's see what you did if we follow this, this. Wait a minute, this isn't right. I don't remember this door being here. I don't remember this being a dead end. That kind of thing. So it's fun with mapping, basically. If you have a mapper in your game, I don't see anybody doing that anymore because everybody's got battle mats and maps down there. But if you have a mapper in your game... Things can get really interesting really fast. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help us, help me with this program, and I thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Grognar Podcast, is Y-U-N-G. And the other two that are on Anchor are Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albear and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.